0: Week on Cinematic Pigspeak, Idiots and Angels. Hello, everyone. I'm Jod Robinson, playing the role of the idiot tonight. And <laughs> with me is my ever um, more prepared co host, Catalin Justice, who will be playing the role of the angel. Or
1: oh. oh, the other idiot. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure the title of this was Idiots and Idiots. Was
0: mm.
1: that, is that wrong? No? Angels. Okay, weird.
0: <laughs> it did smart angels.
1: Idiots and angels, yes.
0: Okay. Awesome. This is an animated feature by Bill Plimpton. Uh, it's won a whole mess of awards. It came out in 2008. Uh, Bill Plimpton is known for doing imaginative, I would say, surreal works. And this was definitely... Uh, one of the category uh it is the story of a jerk i don't is yeah, a
1: loathsome despicable man
0: yes uh who hangs out at this cavernous bar uh it's kind
1: of what i imagine purgatory is like <laughs> like this movie it's like ah this must be what purgatory is because um, it's all black and gray and Nothing great ever happens, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Lon's dance flamenco um, with mops occasionally. Uh huh. That that's something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, starts out the um, one thing I did uh, like about uh, the start is the cars they show going down <laughs> the streets of suburbia. Those were enormously fat cars. There's a uh, sculpture called Fat Car which is basically a car that's been you know, puffed up. It's like it's wearing 200 pounds of padding on it. And these cars rem- reminded me of those car, of that sculpture, that car.
1: Wow, we liked the haunchy cars, huh?
0: I thought those were a neat touch, yes. Maybe. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I tried taking notes. I don't usually take notes while I'm um, watching it, but I tried taking notes uh, for this one.
1: Oh, how was that I, for you?
0: Well, I got uh, two minutes uh, in taking notes. Then I stopped taking notes.
1: Because I... So you stopped with Morning Wood, which is how the movie started and ended. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Those <that's my laughs> fun notes.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the first thing we see is this guy laying on his back, and there is a tint in the uh, sheets, which is funny. Uh, then it starts moving around like it's a, a weasel. That's funny. <laughs> Eventually, he wakes up, he, uh, and he reaches for and it turns out to be a alarm clock that's going off. Now, that in itself, that, that's funny. But what I also find funny is that it's sort of implying that the alarm clock is his motivation. Uh, oh, my gosh. See, it's he real yeah. sort of thing driving him forward, and uh, he denies it by uh, destroying the alarm clock throwing it out the window which i that just struck me as humorous uh, <laughs> no. he's visited every morning by this uh, screeching bird that he throws the alarm clock at sort of the better na- angels of his nature he's denying then he go he gets in his car and he goes to the rat race uh, driving in high-speed traffic with all the other angry people everyone using their horns stuff like that i it's going to the bar that I found interesting. At first, I thought that his deal was he was one of those guys who lost his job, but can't couldn't stand the thought of you know not being um, at work, so he goes through the motions of going of being to work. But then he goes to his bar. That's oh. why, that's why I thought that he was so scared about seeing anyone seeing inside of his suitcase mean his briefcase.
1: That oh, turns out no. that's
0: not what's going on. But that's the impression I got at the beginning. So he goes to the uh, bar, and we meet the regulars at the bar. We meet the bartender. We...
1: Oh, can we skip back to his um, on the way to the bar? Okay. He takes his parking spot, so Angel physically assaults the crap out of him. And when that you know, doesn't yield the uh, happy feeling he was looking for, he rips the guy's tie right off of his neck, mm-hmm. stuffs it in the gas tank, and lights it on fire. So the guy is like a running away bomb when he tries to what drive away from his own gas tank. I don't know. But that <laughs> yields the pleasant desire that he was. That, that that yields the pleasant feeling he was going for. So okay, now we
0: could sit in the and bar. And at that point, I was rooting for him. I was going, "Okay, these guy's going to have some anger issues, but ultimately he's the hero of the piece." I was okay with him at that point.
1: Really? You, oh my gosh. You don't Did take you know,
0: another man's parking spot like that. He clearly was pulling out so he could pull into parallel parking that spot. That was a given. That <laughs> was just, un- that was breaking the rules right there. Yes.
1: Wow. Okay. You don't do that. I rooted for him until the alarm clock went off.
0: So like the first 10 seconds of the movie... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it was like four seconds. It was like, <laughs> oh, here's the hero. Wait, <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. You, had a- so you were you were still with Angel at this point.
0: I well, you I knew he was going to be an idiot, but I thought he was going to be a lovable idiot. This well, his next out to be action, nice.
1: his the very next action, he goes he walks into the bar still in it in John's eyes as a hero, (laughs) down at the bar at 10 in the morning, still a hero in John's eyes, and then he sees, I named her Hottie. No one in this movie had names, and I think we were supposed to assume that this man's name is Angel, which is how everyone refers to him, like, in the internets. Ah. But, um, so, if that was indeed his name, cool, Angel. And then everybody else just gets to be, like, Hottie, Fatty, Bartender, Mm -hmm. crossword, like, you know. Beardy, um. So yes, Angel. We'll pretend that's his name. sits down at the bar, and then he sees Hottie washing the floor. Is he still a hero in John's eyes?
0: No, no, no. At, at this point, I mean, we, <laughs> the butt on the floor. That was, yeah, that was his fall from grace in my eyes. We have to remember she's sweeping the floor. Then he deliberately throws his cigarette. Uh, no, he throws his match. I believe on the floor that he sees that she's sweeping. See, that, that, that was rude right there. And yes, then she puts it out with her mop, and then she gets down on all fours to scrub the burn mark out of the um, out of the floor. The bartender, at this point, having, having poured him a rather elaborate drink for middle-of-the-day drinking, <laughs> that seems I mean, I'm not an alcoholic, I order a cocktail. That seems to be the justification going on there, has gone to the back room, uh, marked private, so she's on the floor scrubbing with both hands, um, and he sees this and decides to go for a piggyback ride. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, straight up assault the Nice
0: Nicest way 100%. Of
1: it.
0: 100%. That's another way of putting it, yes.
1: <laughs> that was- 100% growthy and inappropriate. Um, after, after, like, a fantasy, and because this whole thing is a cartoon, you get to see his fantasy. Mm-hmm. And straight up assaulting. so the bartender comes in and she bites his hand that is all gropy and the bartender comes in and he sees this guy and, and his barmaid having some kind of thing so he makes them shake hands.
0: for that before that okay oh, yeah, yeah so when he uh, when the bartender comes out of the private room, uh, angel sees him and then runs scampers back to his bar stool so sort of pretending yeah. it happened And like, he's going, you can see him going, hmm, hmm, what do I do, what do I do? Then he goes and grabs a ketchup bottle and yeah. puts some ketchup on his hand. At first, I thought he was going to be magnanimous and, like, offer his hand to her said, please finish your snack or something. But no, he resents his hand with a ketchup on it, as if to say, look, she really did some damage to me. Look at all this blood coming down. Uh,
1: and then it was, it, was, it was hard. It was this <laughs> is a hard one to watch. And, yeah.
0: At, at that at that point, <laughs> as you said, the bartender tries again to, to shake hands, and they keep making fists, so they keep bumping fists against each other. <laughs> oh and God. then they get they almost start punching each other. Um, but she goes to, well, she goes to punch him, and the bartender grabs her hand, and he smiles that he did not get hurt. That was his. Nothing was ever his fault. Just that, hey, I was about to hurt, get hurt. Now, now I'm not getting hurt. Yay! And he leaves the bar. Uh,
1: well, not he didn't leave the bar. Oh, he, when he was going to work,
0: oh, a, right. a caterpillar
1: right. got stuck in his hair. That's right. And so he's been walking around all day with this squirmy worm on his head. And while he's sitting there gloating about how he got to cop a feel um, <laughs> and still finish his drink, the butterfly hatches. And all the patrons of this, of this, like...
0: Of which, really, there's only one patron.
1: Fatty. Yeah. Yes. Laura. Fatty, tender, hottie, and angel. Same <laughs> thing in fantasize. Um. So the butterfly hatches, and the bartender has this elaborate cartoon fantasy of the marketing success of having a butterfly bar. Right. Where he can chain a butterfly, and people will come and give him lots of money.
0: And Fatty... It- yeah go ahead (laughs) large lady come on fatty come on large
1: oh come on it's a cartoon there is there's no sensitivity in this movie i am a sensitive person but this (laughs) movie that i am talking about is a cartoon with no sensitivity she she was fatty come on now (laughs) fatty
0: has a um, remarkably uh, elaborate daydream of going on stage with thousands of men's and tuxedos eagerly waiting on as she performs some sort of burlesque strip tease that's butterfly theme <laughs> oh, which that that shows a, a certain amount of uh, body acceptance and joy which I find you know refreshing and... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes
0: and then hottie uh, as you said um, has this daydream of flitting through the uh fields and falling into the lo- arms of her butterfly lover and yeah. in the daydream she is embraced quite intimately and is flying quite intimately with this giant butterfly not a man with butterfly wings not some sort of pleasing man uh butterfly hybrid where you might have no. a guy with segment eyes no it's a giant insect with mandibles and eyes and antenna and just, if it wasn't drawn that uh, abstractly, if the romantic music wasn't playing, that would be a horrific sight.
1: It really would. (laughs) Yes, indeed. And And then Angel sees what everyone is staring at, that there is a butterfly on his forehead. So in this moment of like tenderness or something, he puts his finger up to the butterfly, the butterfly steps onto it, And he crushes it! (laughs) And laughs like a gleeful baby.
0: Yep. And he he could see where everyone was happy about the butterfly. I mean, it wasn't like he was oblivious to what everything else was doing. He was just going, oh, people like this butterfly. I shall destroy the butterfly. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is... It was weird. Okay, so... It's a thing for me personally. I don't know if it's a thing for everybody, but the second I lose interest in the characters in the movie, I lose interest in the movie. Mm. It is a strict one to one ratio. As invested as I am in the character, that is how invested I am in the movie. Uh, for example, Train Spotters, the second that little baby died, That movie, like, everybody could have died. I'd have been just fine with it. The movie (laughs) just needed to end. Didn't care anymore. The baby died. What was the, you know? And so this movie is, there's no heroes. There's no anti-heroes. There's just idiots.
0: Even the wings themselves aren't all that heroic.
1: That's right. Because the wings are like their own separate entity. And the wings, yeah, the wings are, they're not, they're not a hero. They're not an anti-hero. So it's. It's hard to pick a stance on the film, but you kind of just watch it because the cartoonishness of it all mm. is, like, entertaining. Like how a baby watches a TV and it's like, oh, you know, the picture is kind of smooth colors and it moves around a lot. So it's kept my interest, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so Angel has – that. that's just a, a day in the life of Angel mm. is – that's what? Day in the Life.
0: Is that, it's not over yet, though, isn't it? I mean, there's still something else at the bar, isn't there?
1: No. Or is that,
0: next, is that the next day? No,
1: we have a new day where Angel okay. discovers knobbly wings.
0: Okay, okay. Which and he then shaves off.
1: Razors off. Ah, and they bleed. Ah, and they bleed. <laughs>
0: okay. You know, and I'm, I mean, that that's squicky, I grant you. But it would make somewhat sort of sense if he had like a straight razor. Using a safety razor (laughs) to take a growth off of you? That's just (laughs) weird.
1: Oh my gosh. That's a thing I wouldn't have thought of. Okay. Well, there was so much about this movie that just just Okay, for me, I thought it wait we're I'm going way I'm jumping way ahead, I apologize. The the bartender pulls out the picture that plays like canon in d or something was that an electronic frame that played a wedding march
0: yeah yes but it didn't play it doesn't play the wedding march until much later in the film
1: i know but that was weird (laughs) in in that thing where people wear a suit to go to a bar at 10 in the morning to have i I don't know there was just a million other things that i thought was weirder than the safety razor (laughs) but speaking of weird um he, you know, dresses up and eats a cereal and, you know, raises off wings after his hot shower or so. He's got his morning all, and he's at the bar. And uh, Hattie dances to a cha-cha because she's so vivacious. In this film of Grey, she is the vivacious one.
0: Well, she's not the only vivacious one. All the, I mean, there's only two. There's two women in this movie of any a real note besides a somewhat asexual nurse later on. But there's two women, and they are both incredible. They're both incredibly, I would say, sexual beings and earthy sexual beings. Because it's sure. not like she is dancing, um, she's not dancing really alluringly. She is going to town on that mop.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't want to be too indelicate here, but yeah, she is really... No, for sure. She is that working. Is what
1: happened. <laughs> <laughs> Which allows Angel time to fantasize naked times. And, um, she goes so much to town on this mop that she just, like, falls. She's dancing on the bar mm-hmm. and she, like, the, the, the mean tent bartender switches the channel back to the gray baseball game and she's caught mid high kick or something and the music stops. So her, ah, and she falls right into Angel's waiting arms. Um, yeah, I don't know. So. So, you know he's fantasizing naked times, and then he's like, oh yeah, my gosh, did. there's a woman in my arms. Yeah. Now he doesn't know what to do with her, so <laughs> it just doesn't matter. The bartender comes back and he taps this picture right that's behind the bar, showing that we're meant to to see that the bartender and Hottie are in fact husband and wife, which makes that whole scene before yeah, where exactly. he catches. That, oh that my, that was weird. God. <laughs> like. Makes his wife shake hands with a guy that just sexually assaulted her in the bar and then served the, the assaulter a drink. You know, it's just, yep, yeah, okay, cool. But it's cool, because at this point, a guy, like, falls horizontally into the bar, like, oh, I'm falling, oh, I'm falling, towards the general direction of a bar stool, oh, I'm falling, and um, sits down at the bar stool where he needs 15 pencils and a sharpener to do a crossword puzzle.
0: But he also tries to make friends with Angel, which is how you do.
1: I know. Smile and eye contact.
0: (laughs) And waving. And waving. You're trying to get me to engage with you physically? You don't want just me to nod my head? You want me to wave back? No, no.
1: Yes, so, the moral of the story, which we will soon learn, is not to try to engage sociopaths when they're trying to enjoy their 10 o'clock in the morning whiskey
0: (laughs) it's a rule i live by
1: me too (laughs) yeah he didn't hear that nursery rhyme (laughs) (laughs) so this this guy like in addition to like sitting next to angel and it almost gets into his personal space, which is a huge mistake.
0: Well, so no, he anyway. does. He does get into his personal space because his personal space is defined by Angel. As soon as he sees that he's not going away, he makes that little line on the um, on the bar table. This is your space. This is my space. Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts sharpening those 15 pencils. And um, one of the pencil shavings which happens to fall on Angel's space, which, of course, means war is on war were declared as they say um
1: yeah so what angel decides to do is he just drops his cigarette into the guy's drink so when this guy whose name is so creatively crossword thank you yeah i made that up myself so crossword takes a big gulp of the drink and and then like oh spits out the, the cigarette butt and
0: he doesn't spit out the cigarette
1: no he breathes freaking fire and shoots the glass, like, away from his, his exploding mouth It straight into the mirror where it sticks, which would be cool under any other circumstance. <laughs> but in this one, the bartender makes the guy, like, who nearly died and is coughing and is on fire, um, give him money for the mirror that he broke.
0: That so, mirror um, cost upwards past five thousand dollars. <laughs> he had that kind of money in his wallet, like that.
1: Well, there were ones in the wallet. I, yes. I saw. I noticed. Um. So yeah. The, so this guy crossword, who was like nothing but pleasant and wanted to do a crossword at ten thirty in the morning, is now leaving the bar like broke. Um.
0: And swearing revenge.
1: Swearing That's revenge swearing and smoking and and um, yeah. New day. Angel goes through his morning routine and damn it, those nubbly wings are back. So he goes to um his bar and all the patrons turn into like various forms of chicken and <laughs> mock him for his nubs. Which is like the only reason that he's not a genuine sociopath. The genuine sociopath would not care what other people thought of him. But Angel cares very, very deeply. He cannot abide some slight elbow nudging Mm -hmm. at his expense
0: can't handle it he's sociopath
1: yeah but he's a sensitive little guy (laughs) um so but when i say the patrons like mock him i mean like they full on rip off his shirt and point and guffaw like he's shirtless now
0: yeah ripping off the shirt that was a bit much and then he gets so angry he crushes a uh glass in his hand and stalks out but not before Hobby stops him so that she can tenderly remove the shards of glass from the lion's paw
1: <laughs> that's exactly what i have in my notes oh my gosh seriously <laughs> picks the glass out of his lion's paw Aww. wow um so angel runs to a doctor a back specialist
0: literally runs to a doctor
1: like yeah literally <laughs> runs to a back specialist
0: um
1: the whole doctor's office mocks him merciless and he's just like crumbling and angry and can't handle it. But the doctor hears of this wondrous winged thing amidst all the laughter and runs after him and drags him in is just so excited because he fantasizes of all the fame and sex that he's going to get out of discovering wings on a person.
0: And then he quickly modifies his um, fantasy to being the first one to uh, transplant wings onto himself.
1: Woo-hoo! Even better. <laughs> but the problem is that the wings won't abide being cut off. It seems they have a mind of their own. And they're kind of wings. They're like nubbly little things.
0: Right. Are... But enough to knock a saw of one hand. Yeah. Not, not too <laughs> <laughs> much.
1: Um, so Angel is like, can't handle this either. So if he runs out. And um, pastors by fear him and, and he cries in the car on the way home. Like, <laughs> like, like so many buttholes. I know they just cry on the car. like, I knew they do. I knew it. <laughs> and he just can't handle, like he can handle killing people or nearly killing people or um like violently assaulting people. And, taking away dignity but he can't handle people laughing at him. Which, you know what? Is actually like a lot of cartoonists that I I get the sense of. <laughs> you ever read those like noir comics? That's kind of what it is. It's like wanting to be powerful but can't handle the the jabs of the guys with the girlfriends, you know? Do <laughs> you ever read noir comics? I have read like a single digit number in my life. And that's the Comics. sense that I got from Comics all of
0: about them. about gumshoes and sets or
1: No, no, no. Comics like the, the the dark brooding ones.
0: Ah. Um. No, I think the darkest broodiest comic that I have read with any, uh, you know, memory regularly would be Archie. Johnny Johnny the Homicidal Man Maniac.
1: Ha! Did homicidal? Did could he handle people mocking him?
0: Uh, he couldn't could... handle anybody. <laughs> that was kind of his thing. I am John the Homicidal Maniac. I have a knife and I cannot handle you. Except mm-hmm. pieces. That was basically the entire thing in the comic. Okay. I do I do recommend them. They're quite funny. But anyway, oh, back, back yeah. to...
1: This is a comedic homicide. Those are my favorite. They, comic, yeah. homicide ones. Yeah. Um, But Angel is... He's more sensitive than this, so he dr- pulls into his garage, shuts the, the garage door, and tries to kill himself with exhaust.
0: But doesn't... Can't manage that, and Throws himself, or maybe the wings did. Something threw him out the window of the know. garage.
1: Um, where he sees a mama bird plucking her baby birds out the nest and just chucking them down to the ground. <laughs> where he gets this idea of like, well, all right, I guess maybe I can fly. So it's like a really fun try to kill yourself, try to fly um, sequence of events. <laughs> um, and after like you know, a few tries, and then none of them work, so he decides to climb up on the roof and try. Um, now, it didn't work out for the last baby bird. The last baby bird didn't make it so hot.
0: Well, and we find this out while it falls while he falls, and they manage to, like, yeah. fall together, and he, like, the baby bird waves at um, Angel as he's falling, but then Angel manages to swoop up while the baby bird falls, and we see the baby bird, like, wave to Angel bye-bye as Angel flies off without a care in the world for his uh, one-time compatriot there.
1: Yeah, right? No, no sympathy here. But um, it's okay because we've forgotten about that because <laughs> now he can steal women's purses. And moon and, planes. And, and moon planes. That's the first thing. <laughs> when I fly, the first thing I'm going to do is moon a plane. And he he can um, strafe passersby and and oh my gosh, it's so much fun! He can like bear down on a sunbather,
0: nude sunbather.
1: Yeah, and um,
0: but before, so he,
1: yeah,
0: but, go ahead. And then we see the, we see the wings are a separate entity because when he tries to steal the purse, the um wings actually move to grab the purse from Angel's hands and throw it back to the woman. And when he tries to, I don't know what he was trying to do, but dive bomb the nude sunbather. Uh, the aim, the wings get in his way make him veer off course and land on some power lines then the sunbather's husband comes out and starts taking pot shots at him and manages to make him fall on the floor by hitting a power line which is coincidentally right over his house so these were his neighbors he basically dive bombed his new sun diving neighbor which you think yeah. would create some awkward moments around the neighborhood at some point but I don't it's not. <laughs>
1: oh boy so, and that's where we see a fat cat licking his lips. So, Angel can't handle the fact that these wings let, like, didn't let him get away with burglary and assault. So, he's going to chain them up. Damn wings. Nothing but um, What's
0: that? Nothing but trouble.
1: Nothing but trouble, these wings. Um, so, he chains them up. Manages to pull his uh, fierce dignity back so he can go back in the bar again um where he does his business in the uh briefcase that he's been carrying around the whole time there's been lots and lots of guns mm-hmm. after some haggling over prices in a silent movie <laughs> he sells a gun to beardy who holds him up twice if someone holds you up twice in the matter of one price haggling is that the guy you want to do business with yes cuz he does um turn and then you know it turns out that was a bad idea because i don't know the whole idiots and angels thing this is half the movie title um he does business with a guy that holds him up twice in one negotiation um so as soon as beardy gets the gun he buys he um holds up the bar hottie is hurt he knocks out the bartender um runs out so angel rushes there's hottie lying on the floor and he rushes up and embraces his suitcase full of the rest of the guns and right. holds them and <laughs> snuggles them. And then he goes back to the bar where he sees the bartender unconscious bleeding from the head.
0: As he, he grabs leans, the drink.
1: Leans over and grabs the drink that was on the floor next to him. Starts drinking liquor straight out of the bottle. But the wings have another plan. They tenderly nurse Hottie back to consciousness. Laser on the bar on yeah, on the bar.
0: <laughs> All this against Angel's will. He's he's not having any of it.
1: Yeah, he wasn't thrilled about it. But the wings chase Beardy and it was a, a high speed car chase. Um and I don't know, one thing leads to another. It turns out like, you know, the car crashes and Beardy and Angel are like thrown clear. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Beardy is crossword. And there's this like operatic thing going on in the background. As as Angel realizes he turned crossword into Beardy, he was responsible for this. Not that he gives a care. No, no. But because the rings return, the bag of money.
0: Against uh, again again against Angel's will.
1: Yes, and the patrons hug him, and he's I don't know his reaction was like. The hell? Give <laughs> like, me back the money. What?
0: He's um I'd buy it. He did? Poor, he did So
1: much so <laughs> that he tries to chainsaw off the damn wings. He ties them mothers up in his bathroom, takes a chainsaw, grabs a drink and there is the most graphic wing death scene I have ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> it belongs there in the top 20 of graphic wing death scenes, definitely.
1: Yes, it does. <laughs> oh my gosh, they went down with a struggle and he like stomps him out while blood spurts.
0: <whistles> Stuff.
1: Um, But the doctor has been like peeping on him. <laughs> like, do- So he like grabs the wing corpses out of the bathroom and shoves them in a dumpster and walks off with, like, the bleeding stubs on his back. And, uh, the doctor, like, peeps out from behind the crotch, grabs the wings and, um, runs back to his office and he tries to sew them on himself, where the wings, like, die. Right. They finish dying. (laughs) It's it's a weird freaking movie.
0: Yes. Right? Well, let's not uh, lose sight of the fact that Whatever our problems with the uh, motivation and themes of the film, it is a pretty darn weird movie. It's a surreal little flick.
1: Yeah, very surreal. Like It goes into, um, if it was anything other than an animated thing, it would be like magical realism. Mm-hmm. There's like layers and layers of magical realism inside of a cartoon, which there is it's odd. Yes. It's cool. I don't know. It's cool. Um, it held my attention. Like the next part where Angel goes into a bar and light radiates from his glass and the, the ice cubes float straight upwards and the glass raises to look him in the eye and like a chicken blimp grows human <laughs> arms and flies away. it It's a surreal little flick. <laughs> <laughs> there's almost no colors. There's no dialogue. There's like a very limited number of sounds mm. like. What do you call them? Sound effects. It's like there's not much going on except it's like sketchy pencil animation, and it still holds your attention. It's pretty cool.
0: It's re- I think it's really made um, for a for an international audience. I mean, that's one of the great things about doing cart about doing animation like that is that it can be made be understood by people. In America, in Belarus, and in Thailand. So, but Absolutely. Do that, you do need to uh, make it as universal as possible, which means limiting the amount of dialogue as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing uh, that was very interesting, I noticed this. When they were doing the haggling, uh, and ah, well. uh, glasses held up three and angel held up four, if you look at it, they were using the European way of uh, indicating three and four.
1: Oh, yes, they were. I hadn't noticed
0: that. I, uh, that was very interesting.
1: Because Bill Plumpton is American.
0: He is American, yes. But it, I learned that from *Inglorious Bastards, so I, I was trying to draw that out.
1: Oh my gosh. That was also a weird little flick that yeah. I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, So, let's see. There's like these weird freaky LSD dreams. Um, which ends up with um, like Angel wakes up out of his weird chicken blimp reverie to find um, the bartender and Hottie fighting over the channel, mm-hmm. and Angel has a tear, which he shoves back up his face and tucks under his eyeball.
0: <laughs> that was that along. was a funny bit. I mean, yeah, in a realistic film, if he wanted to deny himself being moved by the scene, he would just wipe the tear away, you know, and not worry about it. In this one, he actually takes the tear as if it was like a solid thing, opens his eyelid and stuffs it back in. That was mm-hmm. you know, like that.
1: Yeah. Um so the wings like like whisk hottie up and fly away to um <sighs> reading my notes here. Man. The what the what, <laughs> what the notes say is uh whisks Soddy up and flies away to turd-shaped clouds, where uh, birds serenade them. And they dance and kiss, and he drops her. Ah! (laughs) But Angel, like, manages to save her from himself, and like, you know, flies her back to the bar and sets her down, where her husband then can now throw her on the floor. So he did most of the job, and then the bartender finished her off. She (laughs) she got down there. Okay. They got it. Together. It was a group effort. (laughs) Um, <laughs> but the doctor has come back to collect his wings. Damn it. And the bartender shoots him straight through the heart.
0: Well, I mean, let's just back up a bit, because uh, when uh, the bartender throws Hobby to the floor, Angel gets in a confrontation with him. So, I mean, they, they are fighting now, or at least the wings yeah. and the bartender are fighting. Angel's just along for the ride sort of thing. And so he's fighting the bartender, he's, and he can take the bartender... But then the doctor and the nurse show up. Mm -hmm. And you see the uh, doctor with the saw and the nurse with the rope. So the nurse is fully pretending to be in there. (laughs) Um,
1: Yes, you're right. I skipped way too far ahead. That was pretty funny, actually. (laughs) Hand over the wings.
0: And they they tussle uh, back and forth. He knocks the uh, rope out of the hand. He knocks the saw out of the hand. Then the bartender shoots him through the heart. And Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: and he does this swan dive, right? Just like raising up in the air while the light makes a halo around him. Swan dives, and then he freaking draws a broken heart in his own blood. What the heck? <laughs> what? I right? I mean, I kind of would have wanted to kick him while he was down there, and he draws a, a broken heart. What does that mean? It. I don't.
0: It means we're supposed it, to sympathize with him. I don't know why we're supposed to sympathize with him, but it means we're supposed to...
1: I know! It's like, what are are we now, like, for the first time ever, are we supposed to feel sorry? For- it seems like he got a little bit of just desserts, and I, that's what happens when you...
0: I was reading an IMDB about this, and uh-huh. one thing that... Uh, the sort of a review of it. One thing that really struck me is he said, Angel and into a lesser, and I guess bill plimpton because he's the one who directed this belongs to an earlier time this is really the whole boys will be boys mindset writ large for adults i mean you can see holy this geez. sorry holy jeez well, I mean, boys will be boys well it this all of this could could if you wanted to give it a lot of credit and didn't want to you know have the last 50 years of gender relations in your head, be seen as the adult equivalent of like dunking a girl's pigtails in ink and all other stuff that boys were supposed to do when they were kids, and they couldn't handle their feelings, so they acted them out aggressively. That's what all this sort of feels like. His his way of saying, well, he does love her. That's why he's being an utter, and more than a jerk while he's assaulting her because he loves her.
1: Ah, uh, oh my gosh! I there's. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Shrug. Rapists <laughs> will be rapists. I, like,
0: <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that. No,
1: no, no. That that is a that is a viewpoint that yeah. is more coherent than mine, which was me stuttering. What? <laughs> um. Yes. So he he has a heart and is broken. she's what he draws in his own blood.
0: And she runs out. Uh, crying because of this, uh, after she sees that they're about to divvy up his corpse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the doctor is, <laughs> I did like this, the doctor um, is about to take the wings, but then the bartender draws a gun on the uh, doctor and says, no, no, you're going to give me the wings. Yes. So you see his um, his fantasy go from him having wings to him presenting the bartender who has wings. Right. He's okay with that because he gets kissed by the nurse either way. So he, he's happy.
1: Meanwhile, like the, for the next few minutes, we're having this the scenes split between this corpse being totally mutilated and this uh this clothed figure going into a graveyard and like dropping tears places where there is the cliche spitting monk fountain. <laughs> which I thought was just <laughs> freaking delightful. A couple
0: <laughs> things about these scenes, um, audience, when we say mutilating the corpse. They rip the spine out, okay? We see the spine. The spine has been removed from Angel. That,
1: Along with a whole bunch of wiggly sinews that yes. fight back for a little while. As the they spine
0: die. and viscera have been removed. Yeah. And the, the, the timelines in this movie are somewhat, uh, well, they're, they're somewhat whimsical. I mean, this goes back to the whole magical realism thing. I mean, a caterpillar falls on the guy's head when he leaves his house uh, to go into town. By the time he gets to the bar, it's formed a cocoon and then has a butterfly. I don't think they work that fast. I haven't studied my biology textbooks lately, but I'm pretty sure it takes more than two hours to get a butterfly from a caterpillar. And if you look at the, if you look at, they do a cutaway uh, a, a section so you can see uh, the woman in a, in a cloak or robe or something go to the grave to cry over it. And we see the, the um, coffin underneath it. The coffin's a skeleton. So, yes. But we also see that the bartender is now using his wings for the first time along with this. So either the bartender decided not to use the wings for what? I don't know. Given this current state of preservation, 20 years? Or <laughs> there's something odd going on with the bombing in this movie. But those are ultimately minor concerns. So we've got the. Um, a woman crying over the grave and then roses growing up, I think. We've got the uh, bartender putting on the wings and flying at night because he has the wings painted black by the doctor, who is now fully in cahoots with him. Uh, mm-hmm. He then tries to, um, is this where he tries to start blowing up the uh, the bars? Or?
1: Yeah, he he drops a grenade on a competing bar down the street, but the wings only let him bar bomb one bar before they like shake off the entire rest of the sack of grenades he has around his shoulder and um so and he's like oh he only let me bomb one bar so he'd like build this wing vice (laughs) that he like painfully like just really brings the life out of each wing and then he's he's master of the wings because he has these like i don't know bitten harnesses for them that look really, really painful. And then he bombs all the bars! Like, all the bars. Like, all the bars get bombed.
0: I do love how the doctor makes bank on this, because the former back specialist has now become a burn specialist. And we see yeah. all these patrons running out of the bars on fire and then standing in line to see the burn specialist, where they put all this um, gauze around them, so they're basically walking mummies now.
1: But because all the bombs are now burned, where are these people going to drink lots of alcohol? <laughs> well, <laughs> you you would think like, so the bartender has like booming business for like a minute yeah. with all these thousands of burn victims. But then they realize like, oh, the bar down the street is like back in business. So they all run away. And um, that forces him to bomb another bar <laughs> one last little bar damn it got away so um now he has like a booming business and he laughs maniacally um rubs himself with money he makes love to this cash register i don't know i'm <laughs> exaggerating but it's like a thing meanwhile every tear that the cloaked figure meaning the hottie because we know it's her um every tear that she like, drops on the rose in the cemetery, grows roots down, and, like, revives Angel's heart in his skeleton, which you mentioned before as a skeleton. Right. Um, he's, like, a really bright red heart in a skeleton. The movie is, like, entirely gray, except for the channel that has the guy playing the cha-cha and the red heart and the pink cheeks of the fat woman. <laughs> and, like, those are the only colors in the movie. mm So, I mean, the fact that it's a red heart and a red rose is, like, I don't know, important. Um, so the bartender, who's having this wonderful time with his black vice wings and now being a terrorist, um, he forces himself on his wife when, like, wings just burst out of his belly, and the doctor shields the patrons who are mummified, (laughs) um...
0: We've all like the, 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 yeah, they've all left the building at this point.
1: Yeah, they've all left the building but the screams of the bartender's wife like make them look in the windows and the doctor shields the windows so the patrons don't see that this is the guy with the wings. Um, <laughs> So he like, puts, pulls the shutters down and then runs to aid the bartender who's like his meal ticket um, and shoves him into the broken screen of the TV where he's electrocuted the wings in his belly are electrocuted. Um and then he births Angel out of his belly button and then promptly beats him up over the love of his life. I mean, sorry, the object of his life. <laughs> um
0: but then the wings grow back on Angel and it's now wing on wing action.
1: They have a chicken fight. <laughs> chicken fight. Um and people try to stop the chicken fight by throwing their bodies on these two wrestling winged men, these two shirtless wrestling winged, oh my god it's like, every other Saturday it's like, pick a Saturday, this is what happens you know, so they throw their bodies on them um, you know, the wife throws her body on him, and the other patron throws her body on him, and then all the mummified people say, ah, that's the winged guy that's been blowing up all, and they all throw their bodies on him, and then the fat woman just like, bounces up with this awesome tuba music and throws her, and that's just like breaking the straw and so they're all like careened into this room where they find the entire room that was marked private was just full of grenades and bombs and, and other devices and dirt.
0: maps of the city with little X's where all the bombed bars are
1: yeah, yeah. so they have a riot minus the rakes <laughs> and torches there are no rakes and torches but there's a riot and the the bartender Angel, like, climbs up, and he's, like, gloating with his cash register and uh, lights himself a casual cigarette, laughing at these people who just gave him their money while he, you know, put them in hospitals. Ha 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 ha. Um, and, but but all the mummies climb up in anger, climb up the, the shelves of the bar, and they tip the whole cabinet over and crushes the the bad guy, Right? And there's dressing in the streets, but just for a minute, because he strains himself up and he lifts the cabinet over his head like Samson. But all the liquor bottles have spilled, and that cigarette that he so casually lighted, like lit, Mm -hmm. falls down and just blows him the hell up.
0: More than blows up. He doesn't blow him up. It incinerates all his flesh, leaving a screaming skeleton in hellfire. That then yeah. raises up.
1: <laughs> yes. <sighs> and then there was rejoicing in the streets. Now we cut to another lovely morning. Morning Wood. And, uh. And morning only this time. In the bed. What's that?
0: And morning Hottie in the bed.
1: Yeah, only this time Hottie is in the bed with him. And the wings just kind of like disengage off of Angel's back and fly away.
0: While he's laying on Hottie.
1: Yeah. And a bird watches and a b- the same bird.
0: Um, basically, this this was just a rather uh, moralistic dating service. That's what the Wings were. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it wasn't trying to make him a hero. It wasn't trying to better him. It was just trying to say, this guy needs to get laid. I will help him get laid and prevent him from um, committing petty larceny on the way. That was basically it. <laughs>
1: Oh man, so that that my friends is idiots and angels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bill Clinton, he's got like a pretty long IMDb. It seems like he's like about as successful as one can be with animated shorts. He's won just tons of awards all over the world, and and uh, this is one of them. It was fun, <laughs> but you know I had seen this movie before, and. I remembered the storyline. I remembered, you know, my not caring about the characters. And like, I had vague memories. But watching it again, it's like, this must have been forgettable because I don't remember this.
0: Hmm. You know? It, it does I mean, rely movies. a lot on us really going completely gaga over the animation, which is yeah. a film and it's beautiful. So you would appreciate the animation. I do appreciate the animation. But it, yeah,
1: it had really great, like, Dutch angles, and it had really, really fun, you know, moving scenes where, like, the viewpoint moves along with the fat cars. Like, it that that was their cutaways of the dirt, so you see things under—it was fun.
0: It but, was fun, but
1: that's about all you can really— Yeah, it,
0: it's, it's kind of relying on the appreciation or going gaga over the animation to make up for the lack of, you know, likable characters or no. story. Or <laughs> substance. Yeah,
1: Yeah, substance or story, or characters, it was lacking those. Each and every character was one hundred percent one dimensional. I mean, Angel was—I think they were trying to make him conflicted, but all I kind of saw was the animated bastard. Mm -hmm. So everyone was one dimensional. Everybody was—you know, she was sex appeal, he was greed. You know, they—it was just like a whole bunch of ids walking around. Yeah, in very pretty animation.
0: So, what, yes. what what rating do you give this?
1: Ah, uh, Dick Cancer Guns. Yes. Is it out of four or out of
0: five? I I think we're going out of four. I believe that was... the.
1: Okay. Yes, I believe you are right. I'm going to say two?
0: I'd have to go two as well, yeah. I mean, I've watched films I've hated more. It, yeah, me too. It's just... I, I've watched... I've reviewed films I've hated more than this one. Um, yeah. It's just... It was... Eh... It was pretty, and there were yeah. some sequences where you go, to, huh, yeah, that's interesting, but it <laughs> didn't raise itself up in my in my opinion. So yeah, two. No, and it was,
1: I mean, the you know content was objectionable, but it was in such like a harmless. I couldn't even get irate about stuff. It's <laughs> just like, huh, ah, ah, yes, he's a violent man. He's a car. Yeah, so it's not even like you could. I don't think it's a love it or hate it movie. It's like the middle of the road, two cancer dick guns.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, on that.
1: Yeah, indeed.
0: <laughs> as gray as the <laughs> oh film ending.
1: Yes, the movie is gray as it is. Wow. Awesome. Uh, so that's what we have Idiots and Angels.
0: Idiots and Angels. And next week we'll have a movie with uh, hopefully more color. Uh, until then, I've been John Robinson.
1: And I'm Catalan Justice.
0: You can find us at gylamuria.com. You can find us at gylamuria. You can find us at Cymetic Pig's Feet on Facebook. Just put in Cymetic Pig's Feet, Gylamuria, or Catalan and something will pop up. You can find us there. <laughs> Till then, stay weird, people.